Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 34 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This episode is the second of two that explores the power of mental imagery on athletic performance. The topic for today's episode is developing an off-sport mental imagery program. Just as I described in my very first Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, the key to getting the most out of any aspect of your mental training, in this case, your mental imagery, is to approach it the same way you do as your conditioning and on-field training. In other words, your imagery program should be comprehensive, structured, and consistent. Gosh, you wouldn't expect to get stronger by lifting weights once every few weeks. You wouldn't expect to get technically better by practicing your sport once in a while. The same holds true for mental imagery. The only way to gain the many benefits of imagery is to develop an imagery program that looks similar to your conditioning efforts and conditioning program. First, set imagery goals. You want to set specific goals for what areas you want to work on in your imagery. Goals can be technical, tactical, mental, or focus on overall performance. For example, you might focus on some technical improvement you want to make, being more relaxed or more confident, or just going forward in your sport. Before every imagery session, you should choose a goal you want to achieve, just like when you actually go out and practice your sport, and have that be your focus throughout the imagery session. Second, climb an imagery ladder. Let me explain what I mean by that. I want you to create a ladder of training and competitive scenarios in which you'll be performing during the course of your season. The ladder should start with practice in a very simple environment and progress to more demanding training situations, less important competitions, and increase through more important events up to the most important competition of your season. You want to begin your imagery on the lowest rung of the imagery ladder, focusing on your imagery goal. Stay at that rung until you're able to accomplish your imagery goal consistently. That is, you see yourself performing well just the way you want. When that is achieved, stay at that step in the ladder for several imagery sessions to really reinforce and ingrain the positive images, positive thoughts, and positive feelings. Then work your way up each rung of the ladder until you're achieving your imagery goal and performing the way you want in your imagery at the very top of the imagery ladder in the biggest event of the season. Third, you want to create training and competition specific imagery. So choose training and competition situations that are appropriate for your level of development. For example, if you're a high school soccer player, don't imagine yourself playing in a World Cup game against Messi or Marta. Also, choose a specific competition in a precise location under particular conditions for each imagery session. Reaching your imagery goals in a variety of settings, competitions, and conditions will have the result of more deeply ingraining those positive images, positive thoughts, and positive feelings of your performances. Now let's talk about imagery content, that is, what you actually imagine in your imagery sessions. Each imagery session should be comprised of your pre-performance routine and your performance in practice or competitions. Now, if you compete in a sport that's short in duration, such as sprinting or wrestling, you can imagine an entire performance. But if you compete in a sport that's lengthy, for example, golf, tennis, or soccer, which can take hours, you can imagine yourself performing in key parts of the competition, perhaps four or five. Now, imagery sessions. That is, how do imagery sessions work? Well, imagery sessions should be done three to four times per week. Imagery shouldn't be done too often because, as with any type of practice or training, you can get burned out on it. Each session should last about 10 or 15 minutes at most. 
I encourage you to set aside a specific time of the day when you'll commit to doing your imagery, just like you do with your physical training or your sport practice, and make it a normal part of your daily routine. If you don't, you'll likely forget. I also recommend that you set your smartphone calendar to send you a reminder until it becomes a habit. Then, find a quiet, comfortable place where you won't be disturbed. Sit or lie down and begin your imagery session. Another useful tool to help your imagery become more tangible and real is to keep an imagery journal. One difficulty with image is that unlike physical training, the results aren't tangible. You can't see them, you can't measure them, like how much weight you lift or how far you run. So an effective way to deal with this challenge is to keep an imagery journal. These logs should record key aspects of every imagery session, including the quality of the imagined performance, that is, how well you performed in your head, any thoughts and feelings that occur, whether positive or negative, problems that arise, for example, for example, mistakes you make in your imagery, and what you need to work on for the next session. An imagery journal enables you to see progress in your imagery, thereby making it more rewarding and increasing your motivation to stay committed to doing imagery regularly. From the American author Robert Collier, visualize this thing you want. See it, feel it, believe in it. Make your mental blueprint and begin to build. In addition to off-sport mental imagery, you can also gain its benefits by practicing it in sport, that is, during training and competitions. In addition to the many benefits you'll gain from imagery away from your sport, you can get even more by incorporating imagery directly into your practice sessions and competitive preparations. Research has shown that when you combine actual practice with imagined practice, you learn and perform better faster. In-sport imagery can be used primarily in two places in practice and competition. For example, in practice, just before you begin an exercise, drill, or some sort of practice performance, close your eyes and take 10 or 15 seconds to see and feel yourself performing the way you want in the upcoming performance with a specific goal, whether technical, tactical, or some other area in mind during the imagery. This approach offers several benefits. First, it blocks out distractions, such as other people talking around you. Second, it narrows your focus onto what you want to accomplish. Third, it primes your mind and body for the upcoming performance, getting it more ready. Fourth, the positive images, thoughts, and feelings you experience in the imagery boost your motivation and your confidence because you're seeing yourself succeeding even before you actually perform. Fifth, imagery helps you reach your ideal intensity before you begin. So in your imagery, if you're feeling yourself calming down or revving up, that gets you prepared for your practice performance. The overall benefit is one of being more mentally and physically prepared to perform your best in that exercise, drill, or performance, which will then increase the quality of your effort and the benefit you gain from your training efforts. The second place you can use imagery during practice or in a competition is after you've just performed, or if you compete in a sport with a series of short performances, such as tennis, golf, baseball, or football, between performances to encourage improved performance in your next effort. When you finish an exercise, drill, or performance, immediately close your eyes and imagine your just completed effort. If you just had a really successful performance, that is, you performed really well, you want to remember it. Doing imagery right away in which you quote-unquote replay 
your good performance in your mental video ingrains the good images and feelings that you just experienced even more deeply. If you just made some mistakes or performed poorly in your imagery, the last thing you want to have in your mind and your body are the images and feelings of that less than ideal effort. Yet that is what will remain in your mind if you just move on to your next task in training or competition. Instead, immediately close your eyes and instead of replaying it, replay and edit the performance, correcting the mistakes and replacing the negative images and feelings with a successful imagined performance and the related positive images and feelings. From Novak Dovacek, the 12-time Grand Slam tennis champion, I strongly believe in visualization. I believe that there is a law of attraction. You get the things that you produce in your thoughts. Life just works that way. To conclude, the power of mental imagery. So here's the deal. I can't guarantee that an imagery program is going to result in a quantum leap in your sports performances, like it did for me in my ski racing so many years ago. But I will say that if you commit to an imagery program that's comprehensive, structured, and consistent, there's a darn good chance you'll be much better prepared mentally than you were last year. And if you combine the imagery program with an intensive conditioning regimen and quality training in your sport, then I can say with confidence that after a few months of committed imagery, when you head out to the field, court, course, track, or hill, you'll be able to say, I'm as prepared as I can be to perform my best and achieve my goals. From Greta Weitz, the former marathon world record holder, a major element in mental training is visualization. Visualizing a positive outcome can create a pattern of success. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 34 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 35 in the near future.